the only pop culture podcast on this earth. My name is Rick, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, the little Annie to my little Leia, Robbie. That's vile. (laughs) (laughs) I told you you were going to like this one. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where you were going to go with that one. I was like, oh, he's going to call me the third brother or something stupid. No, I did that last week and you said you liked it. I was like, well, let's well, go let's go deeper. Well, yeah, it's just like, yeah, third brother sucks, but at least he can, I'm assuming he can fight. I'm assuming he's killed at least one Jedi. I mean, we haven't seen him do anything yet. <sighs> yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but he's a snitch. You know, that's got to count for something. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. But yeah, no, little Annie. That's like... You know, the Phantom Menace, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I would take that. I would argue Little Annie is better than Little Leia. Yeah, but more likable? I don't know. Ask the, ask the inhabitants of Naboo how they feel about him. What, you mean just like Padme? No. <laughs> That's predatory behavior. No, I'm talking about the fact that he blew up the ship by himself. <laughs> you will not take this from me. <laughs> How's your day been? My day has been well. Uh, true story. Uh, you were here after me. I got here before you and <laughs> we film at your house. Yeah, it's the one time that you've been early. I say get here at one o'clock and you got here at 12.30. Yeah. That's not my fault. Well, I just, you know. And normally you're here like 45 minutes late. So <laughs> That's because I leave my house when we say we can't film. You're like, oh yeah, probably come around seven. I'm like, sick. And I guess like quarter past seven. I'm like, oh, I got to get ready. Well, <laughs> and I live well, a half hour from here. <laughs> well, while you were just, you know, hanging around out the front of the house, I was out of the gym, getting some, getting some reps in, working up a sweat. I also went to the uh, the comic book store before I before I came home as well. Is that the one at Beyond Gaming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, actually, if anybody is listening in the Bunbury area, the Comics Vault. They're in Beyond Games in the Homemaker Center. Definitely go and hit them up. We don't have a comic book store in Bunbury other than these guys. And we've had one in the past and it failed because they didn't get enough support. So if you are in the area, if you're into comics, if you're into pop culture, go in there and check it out. They're getting getting a much larger selection as they go along, but they've got a few already that you can get in there. And they they've just got, some, got a new lot in. They, yeah, yesterday. they got got a new lot in yesterday. So they've got a lot of first editions. They've got the the follow ups to those first editions as well. Editions as well. So get in there, get in there and support a local business. Hashtag support local businesses. Yeah. Also, if you go there, pick up Crimson Rain, the Darth Vader issue. Very nice. Well, you can like also, uh, they've got issue one of Obi-Wan Kenobi out as well, which is obviously what we're here to talk about today. So, you know, if you want to want to read along with that, it's obviously got, it's got nothing to do with the Disney Plus series, but it's still Obi-Wan Kenobi, so it's more content for him. But yeah, support, support local businesses, get in there and, you know, make sure they last because if they don't, then we're back to not having a comic book store in Bunbury. Uh, and then I have to drive to Perth all over again. And that's so inconvenient. It's, no, it's, it actually sucks because there's also like, 20 comic book stores in Perth. Yeah, you just don't know where to go. Yeah, you don't. So you, you, go, you go to one and you're like, oh, this is cool. And you check out another one you go, I don't know if this one's better, or if, but it's not worse. It's yeah. Just, you, can't, you can't pick where you want to stay. And you've already bought you've already bought a couple of comics at the at the first place, exactly. and you go to the second place, and you're like, ah, oh, well, I've already got some. Is this place actually better, or is it just because of the fact that I've got some comics in my hand already? But yeah, no, support support Bunbury, support the local businesses, the Comics Vault, like them on Facebook, and yeah, make sure you get in there and buy some and comics. And Instagram. And Instagram, yeah, just just give them a like, give them a like wherever you can, and get in there and buy some comics. 
I should also mention that this is not a sp- this is not a sponsor. <laughs> this is just us doing some free promotion for them because we want that on our own benefit. It's yeah, it's for us. Buy comics from them for us so that we can continue to buy comics as well. But Comics Vault, if you're listening. <laughs> I know you just started up, but if you are listening, <laughs> feel yeah. free to uh, sling some dollars our way. <laughs> not, not even sling dollars our way. How's this? We just give you less dollars for your comics. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or we're willing to negotiate. Reach out. Get yeah, in touch. Five, give us five, even a 5% discount. That'd help me so much. <laughs> the last time I was say I spent like $150. I don't have to justify my habit to my wife then. It, it makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to hide mine from my girlfriend. <laughs> Where's all your money? I don't know, probably uh, drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the more reasonable thing. <laughs> it's so much easier to explain to your girlfriend and your friends that you spent money on alcohol than it is to be like, I bought I bought 20 comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? I I like them. It's better than cocaine. <laughs> Which is I, the only two options. Is what I've heard. <laughs> Okay, so obviously we've got another cocktail to talk about today. We've got another concoction of my own. This one I've called The Path, after obviously the the Jedi Jedi saving group, The Path, from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Color-wise, it didn't turn out exactly as I wanted. I was, I was okay with it at the end, but it wasn't exactly where I wanted. For some reason, in my head, I thought ginger beer was brown, which it turns out it's not. <laughs> But I think taste-wise, it's it's pretty much exactly what I wanted to go for. I wanted to have that little bit of a, a darker, maybe grimier taste, but also have those those fresher, fruitier tones in the end as well to, you know, spark a little bit of hope as well. What did you think? I, I like it. I just don't know where you go. That. What darker, grimy taste are you Well, about? it was supposed to be darker because of the ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I wanted it Get to be brown. Get yourself together. <laughs> Taste-wise, it was good. It tastes fine, but <laughs> aesthetically, not what I wanted. <laughs> I definitely want. I definitely wanted it to look darker. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> look, they can't all be winners. As as we, I mean, we talked about this before we started recording. These are all things that I make. They're not, as you put it, they're not real drinks. Thanks very much for that. But you know, I am doing my literally. You in know the last, what I meant. <laughs> literally, in the last last episode, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm getting better at this. <laughs> But it still tastes good, all right? It still tastes good. You always got to bring up the past, don't you? <laughs> always. All right, before we get into Obi-Wan Kenobi, wanted to have a quick, quick chat about the latest MCU release, Ms. Marvel, or Miss Marvel, I should say. It's obviously just been released on Wednesday, same day as Kenobi. Now, Robbie, you haven't watched this, have you? No, I was, um, was busy watching Kenobi. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's also been like three days since that came out as well. I, I also, I have things that I do, Rick. You know, I can't as much as I would love to. I can't just sit and watch. You know, and I try. I make a conscious effort to watch about two hours of TV a night. I usually fall asleep after the first hour. Wow. And you think I'm lame? Like you came around here this afternoon knocking on my door, and you thought I was asleep because I'm so old. You fall asleep after watching one hour of TV. Yeah, but that's, you know, at like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're acting like that's super late. It is, Rick. <laughs> when you've got work the next day, 
Don't, oh. don't, don't do this. Well, okay. Anyway, I have no, watched Miss Marvel. Oh, look at you. Yes, I know how to budget my time. Everyone give, give a round of applause for Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look Woo! at me, a successful adult that can watch TV. <laughs> uh, what, but do no. Watch, do you watch it with your wife? I did, yes. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're married. Ooh, wow. Good for you. You got one. <laughs> Yeah, look, I am very lucky. You know, I have I have a very good life. Everything is very put together for me at the moment, so I'm not going to complain about that at all. It's going to be so sad to watch it all come down. Wow. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> <laughs> My brother said that to me the other day. He literally, he literally said to me, he's like, yeah, you're actually doing like really well, and I hope I'm there when it all comes down. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, but I also want you to recover quickly. I was like... <laughs> okay. We want the redemption arc. Yeah, I, was, I was like, "What are you trying to say?" He's like, "Oh man!" He's like, "You'll, you'll, we'll find out together." That is rough. Yeah, no, nothing like family support, right? That's brotherly love, right there. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I did watch Ms. Marvel. Miss Marvel. I keep saying Ms. But it's Miss. It's Miss Marvel. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't Ms. like a divorced woman? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and she's only sixteen, so that's not applicable in this in this scenario. Well, depends on where you are. Uh, let's not touch that. Uh, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I, it was it was fun. It's very, very different to what a lot of the MCU things that are coming out at the moment. It didn't touch on trauma <laughs> and grief and, you know, people dealing with sadness. It was very much, very much a coming of age story. It's very much young adulty, you know, in line of those, you know, those teenage drama kind of thing. Yeah, so, like her, so far, her biggest issue is like the popular girl at school doesn't like her. Yeah, I mean, there's that. That's like, her parents aren't letting her go to AvengerCon. Um, what? Yeah, right. Oh, not my parents. <laughs> I will. I will go out on. I'm well, not going out on a limb here, but I will put it on the record that Kamala Khan's dad is fantastic. Love him to bits. He's I'm, my heart breaks for him. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it because you haven't watched it, but my heart did break for him in one particular scene in this in this episode, but. Love the dad. Mum, a little bit overbearing. A little bit overbearing. But you can tell that she's coming from a good place. But at the same time, she did grate on me a little bit. I just wanted mum to kind of like step back a little bit and just, you know, let Kamala live her life. She's a 16-year-old girl now. And it's not like she's out, as Kamala would say it, it's not like she's out going to a party and doing cocaine. She's just trying to go to the Avengers. Did she actually say that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But no, it was really enjoyable. One thing I really liked about it was just kind of the stylistic choice of it as well. It was very reminiscent of... Uh, have you seen Scott, Scott Pilgrim? <gasps> that is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So it's very reminiscent. It's kind of like, you know, it's obviously not as adult as Scott Pilgrim, but it's sort of Scott Pilgrim, maybe if you mixed it a little bit with um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You know, where they've got oh, kind of like the yeah. art happening in the background cool. and the background sort of coming to life and her drawings are coming to life, that kind of thing. It's really, really cool. It's, oh, it's, I watch you want to go home. Yeah, it's a really, really, really fun watch. Very bright. If you're looking for a bit of a, a pick-me-up or a fresh a breath of fresh air, it's it's really good for that. So I would I would recommend I've, I've spoken to a couple of people who haven't watched it. I, I feel like Miss Marvel's not really getting the hype or the talk that it deserves right now. Yeah, but let's be honest, the trailer didn't really get you excited for it. No, it didn't. It didn't, but... Like, it, it didn't look bad, but it wasn't like, oh, that looks so... Like, Love and Thunder, that got me like, oh, I can't wait to watch yeah. that. Because it's like, oh, Lady Thor. Oh, 
Thor's not fat anymore. Oh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is still in it for a little bit, tiny little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now that definitely wasn't the hype coming out of the trailer, but yeah. I would, yeah, hundred percent. If you're if you're looking for something fun to watch, yeah, I, I would I would put it on. It, it is good. It's a good watch, and the way they do their power the power set. It's not as bad as what I was expecting. It obviously we talked about it in the last episode of they have changed her power set a little bit. It's not as bad as what I was I'll expecting. Be the judge of that, Riculus. No, well you'll see what I mean. Once you watch it, I'll let you comment. Doesn't she just have like some bracelets that she chucks on? Mm, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So Kenobi episode four. As, as always, we'll just start off with a quick plot rundown. We we'll just go through those plot points. So we start off with Obi Wan Kenobi. In the back to tank, healing from his wounds inflicted by Vader in the last episode. And this is sort of interspliced with Vader in the back to tank as well. Bro, that was cool. Yeah, that was a really, really cool scene. We got Kenobi getting himself out. He obviously realizes that Leia's not there and he's convincing Tala and the people from the path to help him out. Ice Cube Jr. Ice Cube Jr. Yeah, I didn't actually realize that until I looked at it afterwards. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you not watch Straight Outta Compton? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, that would be why. <laughs> yeah, so Obi-Wan is convincing convincing the guys to help him out. Doesn't really have much luck with that. He gets, you know, he gets he gets them to fly him there, that kind of thing, and that's kind of all we expect from that. In the meantime, Reva is interrogating Leia in the Fortress Inquisitorium. Inquisitorious. She's being so hospitable as well. So Oh, very friendly. Very friendly, like very caring of the child, not wanting any like unnecessary harm to come to her. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Lovely. Lovely, lovely yeah, person. Very, was, very kind, caring. It was shelling. nice to see that side of the Empire. You know, they never <laughs> they never talk about that. It's always like the Empire and monsters, you know? Yeah. They killed all the Jedi and you know, they blew up Alderaan. Which they, they did. They did all of those things. Yeah. And but, you know, just to see her be be a friend to Leia, you know, going on about like it's all right, well, when this is over, like when you help us, you can go home. You, sp- you can be with your family. But Leia had to ruin it. Yeah. Oh, how rude of her too. Just <laughs> so disrespectful. You're in her house, you know. You're in Reva's house. Just yeah, no, nah, just disgraceful. <laughs> <a> shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so Obi Wan and Tala end up infiltrating the Fortress Inquisitorius, and from there they kind of split up. Well, they've, they're already split up. Obi-Wan swims into the Fortress Inquisitorius. Uh, where have I seen that before? Yeah, it has been done before. has been done before. Five years prior to Obi-Wan. <laughs> no security measures were changed whatsoever. Yeah. Five years later, Tough it look happens for the Inquisitors. Again. Tough happens. look for the Inquisitors. Ginger Jedi breaks into the Fortress <laughs> So Tala kind of navigates Obi-Wan, helps him out with getting through. He then finds a Jedi tomb. At the bottom of the Fortress Inquisitorius. That was grim. That was, yeah, that was a bit shocking, a bit upsetting to see. But while he's taking a bit of a stroll down memory lane and walking through the tomb, Leia is about to be, I guess, tortured into giving up the information. Big twist from Reva there, you know, going from the, the oh, 100%. You know, courteous host looking after all of Leia's needs to all bashed. of a sudden. <laughs> this is so out of character. But yeah, we do get Obi-Wan... I, I really like that scene. That was Obi-Wan going full Jedi. Rescues Leia, gets her out. They start to sneak out, but they unfortunately get made. Uh, they realize that Tyler's been helping out behind the scenes. Some cool force force usage from Obi-Wan here. We're actually getting Obi-Wan using his powers in a full extent here. Brings out the lightsaber again. He's, he's looking like the Obi-Wan of old. We're, we're starting to get there. 
And then, yeah, they, they make their way out. Bit of a rescue from the path at the last minute. Bit of a distraction from some snow speeders. I, I, I was pretty excited when I saw the snow speeders, to be I honest. I was too, but I was just thinking like, man, that was lucky. Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't even try to get to a ship. They were like, I guess we're swimming. Yeah, I don't know where they were walking to. But they that's, were definitely that's about fine. to jump off the edge. Well, I mean, Tala did have her ship there. So maybe they were going to that. They were in the same hangar. Yeah, but they were like pretty much on the edge. They were pretty close to the edge, yeah. But I think that's just, you know, a stylistic choice. <laughs> uh, anyway, they do escape. They end up escaping and then Darth Vader storms in mad as hell. But Wade, well, you forgot about Wade. Oh, yeah, Wade from the from the path, unfortunately, gets and ends up getting exploded. <laughs> Poor Wade. Poor one out for Wade. No, I'm not going to waste good drink. <laughs> Look, I don't have any emotional connection to a character that I've known I for feel, 30 seconds. I felt, I felt so bad because I did not care at all. <laughs> well, we were talking about it before we started recording. You didn't remember his name. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, they do They do end up escaping. Darth Vader storms in, as I said, mad as hell, until Reva announces that she's actually put a tracker with them. So they know in where they're Lola. going. In poor Lola. Poor sweet Lola. So they know where they're going. They know how to track down some other Jedi now. So this is kind of that point in the series where shit starts to get real. This is where Quinlan Voss is going to rock up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's save that because we can talk about that in a minute. But yeah, that's that's a very quick, quick outline of the plot there for Obi-Wan Episode 4. What were your initial thoughts? I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, I just thought it was really good to like see Obi Wan kind of back in action because obviously whatever action he's been a part of before, he was either on the back foot or using a gun. Yeah, which is just sorry a blaster, which is just not Obi Wan. It just didn't feel the same. But to see him, you know, cutting down stormtroopers with his lightsaber in Star Killer fashion, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. I was. I was a little bit like, it's a bit dark for everyone, but I didn't care. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, get them, get them. This is that point in the movie or the series where they're realizing that they have to start, you know, he's caring again. He's putting in that effort again. And you see him in the in the ship as they're flying towards the Fortress Inquisitorius when they're going to rescue Leia. He's trying to move the, um, what are they called? The communicator. Yeah. He's trying to move the communicator. He's still struggling with that, but he doesn't really have a, purpose at that point in time but once he's into the fortress you can really you, you do realize that oh yeah obi-wan is you know he's a jedi he's a real jedi this is this is what he's made for and i think this is like it's not <laughs> it kind of when i thought back to it after watching the episode it was kind of you know when you watch rocky and he does his training montage and he's getting his reps in that kind of thing yeah this was for me this is obi-wan getting his reps in he's getting prepared again he's starting to realize that he's you know he's capable he can he can pick up this mantle of being a jedi warrior once again mm. and in the next episode or so we're going to see him take on vader again that i mean that's that's my thoughts he's going to be he's going to be going up head to head with vader one more time and this is this is to show us that you know, he's not the same feeble Obi-Wan that we got in episode three. He's come to grips with that. This is the growth. This is the growth episode of like, okay, cool. I can do this again. I am a capable person. Next time I come face to face with Vader, I'm not just going to be tripping over and flailing everywhere. No, he's going to do well. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, he has to. He can't die. <laughs> we know that he's not dying. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's the same, same said for Vader. Vader's not dying. Yeah, but it has to be, it has to be at least somewhat of a stalemate, I would assume. My my guess is that the fight will be going Obi Wan's way, 
toward, like at the end, the fight will be going Obi-Wan's way. And then Darth Vader will clinch something and then Obi-Wan has to just kind of escape. And then, you know, he goes back into hiding on Tatooine or whatever. I don't know if I can see Obi-Wan having the upper hand over Vader, personally. I don't think it'll be long, but I think it'll be like maybe uh, Vader's just like on the back foot for a sec. Maybe Obi-Wan gets to high ground again. Oh, God, I hope they do that. (laughs) It's over, Vader. (laughs) Once again, like, how have you not learned, my guy? (laughs) Have you seen... um... Have you seen that meme of uh, Obi-Wan, like why Obi-Wan loves Mandalorians? Oh, is it because of the jetpacks? It's yeah, the portable it's high ground? Portable high ground. <laughs> <laughs> portable high ground. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen that. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, no, that's, um, yeah, this was a good episode for Obi-Wan. I think not necessarily overcoming his grief because there wasn't really a lot talked about that. It was more so Obi-Wan building that faith back up in himself again. Can we also just talk about Tala? Oh, that she's insane? Like I had like massive Andor vibes from her. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the office is like, come with me. And she's like, yeah, no worries. And then all you hear is... <laughs> she just chokes him she out? She just chokes him out and <laughs> kills him and just... Wa- yeah. He's dead on the floor, maybe like 10 meters away. And her, like, the, her ability to think on her feet as well. He's like, oh, Obi-Wan just calls her and says, I need a distraction. Yeah, and she's like, like, oh, no worries. I'm just going to call the Inquisitor. Yeah, which is like perfect. But okay, I want to ask you a question. If I was in trouble and I called you and was like, Robbie, I need a distraction. What is your first thought? Oh, I thought she was going to start shooting everyone. I'm just like, yeah, I'm flipping tables and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) So clumsy and lazy. I truly (laughs) thought like, because like she like, after she gets off the cop with him, she like stands up and looks around. I was like, is she about to just... Massacre this room. <laughs> you calling me like, oh, Rick, I need a, discra- a distraction. Bet. I'm turning around and punching a window. And it was <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Whereas Tyler is like, oh, no, that's cool. I actually have a good idea, which is going to be reasonable and believable and doesn't just make, look, make me look like a maniac. <laughs> well, we've got to remember, she does actually mention she is a spy. Yeah. And she's built for this. Yeah. she she's She's been around. Yeah, no, she, de- she definitely knows what she's doing. Yeah, no, she's, it's not her first radio. <laughs> yeah, it's as capable as I like to think I am at times, I would 100% freeze up. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, me on the other hand, I would have punched Reva square in the teeth. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, call, calling Reva into her own office and then just punching her in the mouth and running. <laughs> uh, I'd be dead seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Reva then? Let's. Let's. So, Rick. <laughs> um, being as you are the one with a seesaw of opinions on Reva, how did you feel this week? I don't know. I mean, you know, first first two episodes, I came on record, hate Reva, she sucks. She's just so insufferable and annoying. Second episode, sorry, third episode, she's the only person that's capable. She's proving that she's, you know, she's actually able to do things, whereas the other Inquisitors can't. I don't know. Like this fourth episode, she's still the only capable Inquisitor. Like a hundred percent, still the only capable inquisitor. Like the the third, the fifth brother, rocking up and like, <laughs> what was he even doing? <laughs> just like he at one point, and this is absolutely ridiculous that Obi Wan thought that he could just sneak Leia out under his trench coat. Oh, fuck! Don't get me started. That was no, very no. much like two kids in a trench coat trying to sneak into a movie. <laughs> but at one point, the fifth brother just walks straight past him. Yeah, with the other inquisitor. It's like. 
what the fuck are you idiots doing? But yeah, I don't know. And then at the same time of that, she did, like, she she definitely grated on me. And I, again, like, I know I'm not supposed to like her because she's the villain. And, you know, she's literally torturing kids. That's not a way to create a likable character. But I feel like my seesaw is balanced out a little bit. Like, I'm kind of in the middle of, I don't like her. I'm not, I know I'm not supposed to like her. But she's also the only capable Inquisitor. I like her for what her character is, I suppose, is probably the best way to put it. That... I don't know. Yeah, she still grates on me. I still find her a little bit annoying at times. But yeah, I think I think I'm in the middle. I've I've fluctuated to the point where I've leveled out in the middle now. Mm. I'm seesawing with Reva. She's on one side, and it turns out that we're the same weight. We're just balanced out in the middle. I can't wait to see what tips the scales for you next week. Yeah, look, I I she, honestly she I, dies, and you just go. I really liked her. Yeah, <laughs> I've been saying the entire time that I really like Reva. <laughs> No, I don't know. I, I This is the other thing as well is that I'm very interested to see how her story plays out. I don't have any predictions for it. Like normally, you know, I'm pretty, I have some predictions and I'm pretty confident in putting some things out there, but I don't have an idea of where I think Rev is going to go. Like I think I kind of understand what her ambitions are, but I don't, I don't know what we're going to see out of her in the next two episodes. But I did see today, when I was just scrolling through social media, I saw that there well, there's a rumor that there is a Reva series being greenlit at the moment. Mm. And I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that response was my response when I read it. So I was like, I don't know if I need to see more of Reva and I don't know where it would go. So in seeing that, I thought maybe we get a Reva redemption arc. I don't know if I necessarily want that. I don't want that. I don't think I, that... Sometimes bad guys just have to be bad. Yeah, and she's at this point in time, she's a pretty bad guy. As far as like I can think ahead, my strongest prediction is that Reva is going to die at the end of this series. That's yeah, I've been saying that since the start. Yeah, that's that's probably the most likely outcome at this point in time, and that the Reva series that I've seen rumored is just like smoke and mirrors and isn't actually a thing. I still think Vader's going to kill her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he wasn't far off it in this episode either. Mm. <laughs> I just yeah. I mean, like I told you before we start recording. Started playing Fallen Order again and, you know, seeing the third sister, Trilla, yeah. just running around. I was going, oh my God, Vader is going to kebab you. <laughs> he will. At the fortress. I saw yeah. it. I've yeah. done it before. I've been there. I know how. I've seen it. <laughs> I beat you and then Vader finished you. So, shame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I... I really hope that they don't do a series for her. I just don't think it's necessary. I just don't think that she has enough character for me to give a shit about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I um, think she's good as like that, that secondary villain. Exactly. And that, I mean, that being said that she has kind of been the main villain. She has been, but it's the fact that we know Vader's there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That she is not the main reason. She's, she's not what we're scared of. Like when Obi-Wan finds her, we go, huh? How's he going to get out of this? Yeah, and like, especially like you know, if Obi Wan comes face to face with Reva next week, next episode, that now that you know he's loosened up a little bit, he's shaken off that rust. I don't think he's going to have any problems with her. Like he's, not, she's not the threat that I'm concerned about in this in this series. Yeah, the only way that she'd ever beat Obi Wan or get him to like surrender or whatever is if she had Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, then he'll, you know, he'll put down his lightsaber and, you know, just take me and leave the kid. And and then break into the fortress all over again because they don't don't update their security. They do it all over again. I want everyone to know this. (laughs) 
Yeah, episode six is just a retread of episode four. Guys, just, <laughs> just so you know, if you ever have a starship or whatever, go to the Fortress Inquisitorius. They'll just let you in. Yeah, all you need to do is shame an Imperial officer. That was so funny. Oh, my God. And she she name-dropped the Grand Inquisitor who's dead. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think that just highlights the... I mean, this is the thing, though, right? Is the the Empire, other than, you know, Vader and Sidious, the Empire are supposed to be relatively incompetent because they don't like people climbing the ranks and posing a threat to them. So they're kind of trained almost to be incompetent. That... You know, you threaten them with somebody higher than them. And of course they back down because, oh shit, I've got to keep my position. So I, I, it was funny. I really liked it. And I also found that really in character for what we know of the Empire as well. I enjoyed it. It was a good time for a laugh. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, she's about to get done. And then she just fully pulled rank on him. Yeah. And he was just there like... <laughs> Of course, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go through. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Tal- Tala is great. Tala, Obi-Wan would not have had any success in this mission if it wasn't for Tala. Let's be honest. There, there'd be no original trilogy if Tala wasn't around. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a barbecue chicken the episode before. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, nah, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's struggling without one of the best sidekicks. Ah, no, nah, that's... that's- I I actually, to be perfectly honest, I don't even want to say Tyler is a sidekick at this point because she is doing just as much of the heavy lifting as Obi-Wan is. Oh, 100%, bro. If Tyler turned out to be Force-sensitive, Obi-Wan wouldn't be required. (laughs) That's it. Let's, you know what? Let's just retcon all of the, uh, all of the original trilogies. Can I I change my list from last week? To what? (laughs) Favorite Force users, Tyler, if she gets given the Force, my favorite Force user. (laughs) Number one. Number one. Nah, still still not as good as in my books. Lame. <laughs> Actually, giving away, that's a spoiler. I'm going to, this is redacted, redacted, because that episode hasn't been released yet. Well, neither is this one. Yeah, I know, but this is coming out before that one. Oh, it is. Redacted. <laughs> redacted. Delete it all. Rick. I'll, be, I'll beep it all out. Don't worry. <laughs> just 30 seconds of... <laughs> I'll just beep out the names. <laughs> I feel like people would turn off the episode if it was just beeping for 30 seconds. <laughs> hey there, it's Editing Rick here. Just wanted to let you know that over the next four minutes or so, the audio seems to get really echoey. Not entirely sure what caused it. It seems to be some fault in the recording and I can't seem to fix it through editing. So yeah, just bear with us for this four minutes and then all of a sudden it just pops back into normal again. Again, no idea how this happened. It's just, you know, the the wonders of technology. So please just bear with us for four minutes. Thank you. Okay. okay. We are four episodes in to a six-part series right now. Too short. I know. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to these next two weeks, to be perfectly honest. I'm not looking forward to it being finished. I'm okay with next week. It's the week after. The yeah. That's, that's when the tears start to flow. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was... Has this given you what you wanted out of an Obi-Wan show? I'll be completely honest. I didn't know what I wanted when they said they were making Obi-Wan. All I knew was that I was excited that Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen were coming back. You know, like that they got uh, original cast members to return and reprise reprise their roles. And they got their chance at redemption. Not that Ewan McGregor needed it. No. No, Um, No, still beloved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not that Hayden Christensen's had a lot of screen time either. No, and look, let's be honest, not that Hayden Christensen needed it. I think he was very hard done by by the fans back in the day as well. I just, I really, like, it's, you're asking if I've gotten what I wanted. 
all I want out of when they told me that Hayden Christensen was back, all I all I was saying was that I want flashbacks of Order sixty six. Okay. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, even like, say in episode five or six, uh, Obi Wan and Vader meet and they're fighting, and Obi uh, Vader's like taunting Obi Wan about and telling him what he did at the temple, and it's like flashing back to Anakin like slaughtering a bunch of Jedi or something. That'd be so cool. Um, <laughs> Well, on that then, I want to ask you a question because obviously that's uh, that's something which you're wanting, which we may not necessarily get at this point. What what if we don't? What happens if we don't get that? I mean, it won't bother me. I just think it'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Because, like I said, I didn't I didn't know what I wanted when they announced the show, but so far I've, I've enjoyed, I didn't know that I actually wanted to see Leia as a kid. I've loved, yeah. I've loved her character the, the whole time because I'm just like, man, she. She is just the same, hasn't she? <laughs> and I think they did a really good job with with her because you like to. I don't know about you, but most times that there's child actors, I can't stand it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I've also I feel like if she wasn't playing Leia, I probably wouldn't like her. But yeah, she, she just seems to fit the character very well. She does capture the essence of of Leia. Yeah, very like. You know what I mean? Just like a bit hoity-toity. You can you can picture this kid in ten years' time walking onto the Death Star and be like, Governor Tarkin. Yeah, <laughs> I knew I could smell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. You can she, you can see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. I've, I've I think they've done a great job there. Um, but as far as the show is concerned, I just yeah, I don't really I, I don't really know what I want. Like I said. I think Reva's going to die. I think Darth Vader's going to kill her. Whether that happens or not, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, um, I would like to see Quinlan Vice, but also I'm, at this point, I feel like it's a bit late. Yeah. So, again, wouldn't really bother me. Yeah. I feel like I've got just <laughs> nothing really for that conversation, you know what I mean? Because it's just like I've enjoyed what they've done so far and I'm just excited to see where they go with it. Yeah. 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 I think... For me, and the reason that I wanted to ask you this question is because it has been a bit of a, a hot-button topic amongst the fandom online, and this is going to turn into me uh, attacking the fan base again, or attacking a portion of the fan base anyway, which is becoming a bit of a recurring segment. Talk to him, right? Let him know. Say, call me, call me Ezra Miller because I'm attacking all the fans out here. But I just... There's people online that are, you know, posting content, posting videos or commenting on everything that, you know, the Star Wars pages put out there that it's not what they wanted because they wanted just to see Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader the whole time. Or they, as you said, they wanted to see those flashbacks and they wanted to get that. And for those people out there, I just, I, I just want to know, like, do you not like stories? Do you not like, like, you know, seeing characters develop and learn and grow from their mistakes? Because for me, I, I'm much the same as you. Like, I came into this with very little expectations of what was going to happen. Mm. I was just very excited that we were getting more. I mean, it's no secret that Obi Wan is my favorite character. I was just very oh, excited. <laughs> just very excited that we were getting more Obi Wan and more Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan as well. Like, that was, for me, enough. I was like, cool. No worries. My favorite character's coming back and he's being played by Ewan McGregor. Fantastic. I can't wait. And then, you know, we deal with his grief 
throughout this series. We deal with him coming to grips with the mistakes that he's made and learning from those and growing from those and realizing that he is not the mistakes that he's made and that he can still be a Jedi after this. And for me, that is more compelling than just watching Obi-Wan and Darth Vader go at it for six episodes. And now in saying that, don't get me wrong, I fucking love lightsabers. <laughs> By God, do I hope it happens. And that's the thing. Like, I, If Quinlan Voss pops up on my TV, I am going to be thrilled. I am probably going to scream. <laughs> May flip a table. Who knows? But I love it. I will love every minute of that. And I will love if Obi-Wan and Darth Vader come to blows again. I'm going to love that as well. But if they don't, I guess like it's it's about those expectations as well, is that if I go into a TV show or a movie and think this is exactly how this should play out, of course I'm going to be disappointed if it doesn't. And why the fuck would you be disappointed if it doesn't? Like Just because they're telling the story differently from how you pictured it in your head, that doesn't make the story wrong. And I'm kind of sick of seeing people shitting on Kenobi because they don't like the fact that he hasn't pulled his lightsaber out. And I was like, this dude has been dealing with grief for nine years and hasn't used his lightsaber for nine years. And you think that he's just going to step back into it and be that badass Jedi again and be cutting down stormtroopers and inquisitors left, right, and center. It's like, that's just unrealistic. So I don't know. Pull your heads in, I guess, is what I'm trying to say more than anything else. Yeah, tell them. Tell them, (laughs) And just enjoy the storytelling and the narrative of it and the growth. Because if we came into this and in episode one, Obi-Wan was just swinging his lightsaber around and there was no nothing for him to overcome. There was no mental struggles. There was no internal grief that he's, that he's dealing with, no ordeals there. Then what is the point of the series other than fan service? Like you're not getting anything else. You're not getting any character growth. You're not getting any development of the story. At that point, you're literally, you may as well just get your action figures out and bash them together in your room. I, yeah, I just I'm kind of I'm kind of over that that aspect of the fandom to be perfectly honest. You know how I stay chill, Rick? How? Stay off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <it's- laughs> you tell me all this stuff, and I'm like, man, that sucks. Yeah. I'm glad I live under a rock. <laughs> Look, to be perfectly honest, I'm probably irrationally angry about it. Like, it probably shouldn't bother me as much as it does, because at the end of the day, who cares if they don't like what I like? But it just bothers me. They should like everything that I like and hate everything that I hate. Well, as we've said multiple times, we are clearly the ones that are correct here. So That's why that, that, Rick, that is why we are the only pop culture podcast. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I just, it does bother me. And like I said, it's obviously, it's, it's definitely an irrational thing. It shouldn't bother me at all. But the fact that they then take to these public forums and shit all over this, these things that I do enjoy and shit all over the characters and the actors that are bringing it to life it just bothers me. It just, and you know, like the people that are putting it together, the the Dave Filoni's who have given like so much to this fandom. The John to, Favreau's. The John Favreau's, like all, all of these people that have given so much to this fandom. And I know like I sound like such a Disney sellout right now. Oh, uh, the, the George Lucas's. The George, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just because you don't get the character that you want pop up or... Yeah, you don't get the lightsaber jewel that you want. That doesn't make it a bad thing. It just means that it took a different angle than you thought it would. Yeah. All my people waiting for the Mace Windu series. Keep waiting. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, guys. Grow up. Yeah. But yeah, that's... Sorry, I just wanted to get that. I know that was quite a long rant, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. 
but yeah, no, other than that, <laughs> other than that, I'm really enjoying it. I really love it. I, I really like Obi-Wan. I love the growth that we're seeing. I'm really, as I said, I don't really have a lot of predictions going into these last two episodes. I do think that he's going to face off against Vader one more time. If he doesn't, as I just got through saying, I'm not going to be disappointed and say that it's a failure of a TV show, but I'm really looking forward to the resolution of this. And this was the follow-up question that I had to you just going off of that. We've got two episodes left now. Do you think they've got enough time to land it? Do you think that they're going to be able to pull this off in these last two episodes? Yeah, I think so. Because I reckon how it's going to go is they're going to go back to Jabim. Obviously, Vader and the... Inquisitors are going to follow. Quinlan Vos will be there. Quinlan Vos. Let's build up those expectations. I feel like, I mean, he might be. Who knows? Um, (laughs) Like helping all of them like evacuate or whatever. Because do you reckon that they're going to or do you reckon they're just going to be like, huh, we did it. We're safe here. I think they're going to, I think they're going to go back to Jabeem and they're obviously going to get followed by Vader and Reva. Yeah. Well, obviously they're going to have to duke it out there. Because they've still got to get Leia back to Organa, and then Obi Wan's gonna Obi Wan will finish on Tatooine. Yeah, you know it is. Yeah, and my assumption is going to be that that final confrontation between Obi Wan and Vader, there's going to be. I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I get the sense that there's going to be something happen that maybe there's you know wherever building they're in or something explodes, and that's going to be like Vader's going to think that Obi Wan's dead. Because why would he not still be looking for him is the big question that I've got. Um, there will be something but that... He, but he'd be able to feel him through the force. Maybe. I mean, he didn't feel him for 10 years, nine years. So. Yeah, but if they're in the same building. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, there'll be something, something will happen that'll lead Vader to think that Obi-Wan is, is no longer around. I can't feel him. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Thank you. <laughs> James L. Jones Jr. over here. Wow. What do you think of the voice? The Vader voice? I don't mind it. You know, it's it's James L. Jones, but it's not James L. Jones. Jones? What, have they, like, just cut what he said? No, it's James L. Jones, but they've put it through, like, a voice, like, voice, I can't remember what they called it, but it's like a voice reorder or something like that, that it's kind of, it's slightly different. They're, somebody's saying the lines, I think it's Hayden Christensen saying the lines, and then oh, okay, yeah, James yeah, L. Yeah. Jones is saying the lines and then they're kind of like melding it into it. It's yeah, apparently it's quite a involved process. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent James L. Jones's voice. I was just going through the IMDB for Kenobi and I think I've spoiled the show for myself. Well, that was fucking stupid, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not gonna we're not gonna address that on the episode. No, but I'm telling you later. I don't want to get spoiled. No, it's not a spoiler though. Cause like, I don't know. I was just looking at like the cast. Yeah. You know? And then I just. No, I don't want to hear it. No, I'm going to tell you. I don't want to hear it. If you tell me, that's it. That's the end of the show. We're not doing this anymore. <sighs> Rick, I need to share it with you. <laughs> no, you can suffer in your sadness by yourself. I'm telling your wife. And if she tells you that's her fault. <laughs> she will not care at all. You're going to tell Cora. And she'll be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Leave me alone. <laughs> get out of my house. Robbie. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna send her a text and be like, read out loud next to Rick. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude. That's... And I doubt she would even listen to you, man. <sighs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we briefly touched on it a little bit earlier, but let's, let's talk about Obi-Wan actually becoming a Jedi again. So we get multiple examples of him 
showing his competence throughout this episode. I loved it. <laughs> I, again, not a bold claim because Obi-Wan is my favorite character of all time. I'll be honest, bro. We, they could show something of like Obi-Wan, like maybe just polishing his lightsaber. And you'd be like, I love it. It's him reconnecting. I feel like the polishing his lightsaber has some form of innuendo to it. And I don't know if I'm on board with that. He's holy. (laughs) Uh, Well, look, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I would just watch Obi-Wan cutting sand whale meat for a few episodes. You would, though. (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) It's Ewan McGregor. He looks fantastic. Get off my back. I know. 51 (laughs) years old. Yeah, still still hard to believe. No, I... Yeah, I wanted to sort of talk about him rescuing Leia from the interrogation room, from the the torture room. That was... That was really cool. I really, really liked that scene. The lights all go out. Lightsaber ignites. Cuts down a stormtrooper. Lightsaber goes off. If you like that scene... Watch Force Unleashed 2 trailer because that's... I mean, I've played the Force Unleashed 2. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking Oh, sorry. To, <laughs> talking to the people. I forgot that we were doing this for other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. he's, yeah, he's always... Rick always goes on about how much he cares about everyone and all that, but, you know... No, well, this podcast is purely for me. Last, last two episodes, he's bagged you guys out and then just forgotten about you entirely. So Yeah, I need you guys to remember that I don't like you. <laughs> Well, anyway, this is, <laughs> and as we said, as we said last episode, it's just our mums listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> you go over for dinner. Oh, you don't like me, do you? <laughs> no, I do. I'm sorry, mum. I did not mean that. You're excluded from that one, mum. But everybody else, you'll suck. No, again, we love love our fans. We love our fans. It's uh, our fans. Like we've got heaps of people listening. It's like six people a week listening at this point. But. <laughs> Look, but we love you. We appreciate you guys joining us every week, even when I get a little bit angry. Yeah, Rick hasn't eaten all day, so you can't hold that to him. No, dude, I. So, you know, you called me when we were leaving Woolworths today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on, on, on the way home, and we bought some uh, ham and cheese rolls from Woolworths. I don't know if it's just me, and this might. This, I, I don't like those. This might. Oh, well, that's fucking weird, but okay. I. Every time I eat a ham and cheese roll from Woolworths, I get the hiccups and like I can't breathe. I what the fuck? I don't know. I think I eat them too quick. <laughs> I had like Cora coaching me in the seat next to me. Like you have to chew it more. Like chew your rolls more because I'm just shoveling these ham and cheese rolls into my mouth before I've finished the last bite. And I don't know. That's this is absolutely nothing to do with anything. This is such probably one of our weirdest tangents so far. But I just wanted I know, to. But I need to touch it on this as well. I just. Yeah, like it it makes me feel I love them and I just can't I can't stop from shoving them in my mouth, but it makes me sick. Okay. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> That's why I don't like them. I think they're Ah, delicious. okay, so cool. So it's not just me. <laughs> I think that they're delicious. They make me it's like KFC. I love KFC. You just but, can't control yourself. But I will feel like shit after eating it. I don't know I what can, it is. I can have a singular popcorn chicken. Or I can have like a bucket of chicken. <laughs> I will feel the same regardless. I just seem to lose all self-control. <laughs> I don't. There's nothing else that I eat <laughs> just, that, that I respond. Yeah, I but don't you know, know what, what it is. No, just, just I know we're way off topic here. <laughs> Baker's delight. I can eat a thousand of those and feel. Yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. It's not the same, and I wonder if it's because it's fresh. It, I don't know if it's the Woolworths ones are just too soft because they're very, very soft. 
buns and then I just push them into my mouth. But they're greasy as well. Yeah. And then they like squish. So you think that it's a really small thing and then you force that squish bit down your throat and then you shovel more in there. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's not just us. Reach out if you also have that Rick same is problem. slowly losing me on this one. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan being a Jedi. <laughs> so, yeah, there was that scene where Obi-Wan opened up the bag of ham and cheese rolls. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite scene. <laughs> I do that. I can't believe he didn't get the hiccups afterwards. He's a Jedi. Yeah, well, that's it. That's, that's, that's the, the biggest sign. benefit of the that's, Force. <laughs> that's how the Jedi could tell if you're Force-sensitive or not. They just cram ham and they cheese. Give, they, give you, they give you a six-pack of, of uh, Woolworth's ham and cheese rolls and say, go to town. <laughs> the Fresh Food People, brought to you by the Jedi Council. <laughs> okay, let's get back on topic. The other thing, obviously, as part of that of Obi-Wan being a Jedi again, we get him holding back the force of the ocean. Oh, that was so cool. That the was glass. holding. And, yeah. then he, and then he directed it. I was like, oh. So good. Holding back the ocean in one hand, deflecting laser bolts with the other one with his lightsaber. This was, you know, we're getting, and this is me getting hype again for Obi-Wan, but we're seeing Obi-Wan realize that, you know, he is capable of doing this stuff again. And as I said before, he's getting those reps in. He's becoming a Jedi. We're actually getting him utilizing his powers to its extent. It's I loved it. I loved it so much. We got the callback to um, A New Hope where he's hiding from the stormtroopers and he does the little two fingers and makes the noise in a distance so he can sneak out again. Loved that. That definitely uh, definitely gave me some nostalgia chills. That was great. Well, you, when I, when he was holding the water back, I couldn't help but think, like, can he not walk while he's doing this? Because I know it takes like a lot of focus and concentration. Yeah, that's kind of what I took from it as well. Was was that just he's like, just is that just because he's rusty, or is that just because of the immense force that he was holding back? I think maybe even a bit of both. Yeah, I, I think it wouldn't be too too you know, hard like, to say it's both. Like, I thought about it, and I was trying to think of like where have I seen someone using the force and still strolling? Immediately thought of. Darth Vader Rogue One. Oh, yeah. You know, where he's yeah. just like throwing people around while moving, cutting people. I'm like, yeah. I know he's kind of like in his prime at that point. Doing his thing. But it means that Obi-Wan can walk, but he was just like, he's still in the jitter stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I would picture that if he was walking while doing that, I reckon he would be like small steps, like baby steps. Oh, yeah, no. Still it would, focusing it very much. It wouldn't much. be like, like a fucking jog backwards. He'd definitely just be like slowly walking out. I think it would also be like, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you before, but, you know, if you were to have um, like a bookshelf fall and you caught the bookshelf and you were holding it up by yourself, that you could maybe like take one or two steps, but it would be, you know, you're still holding a bookshelf at the same time. That so, is true, Rick, but I don't have the extended reach of the force with me. I know, but like you're still, like it's still taking a toll on you as well as what I'm saying is that you're putting in, like there is effort that is exerted in you're holding right. it back. You're right. I shouldn't speak ill will of everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Leave my boyfriend alone. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately realized what was happening. And I, <laughs> this is going to devolve into uh, a fight. <laughs> Rick is brandishing his lightsaber threateningly towards me. Yeah, no, I... I think that it would still be, yeah, very much a struggle to hold that back and walk at the same time. It's like deadlifting the weight of the ocean and then going for a stroll with it. 
Luke could have done it. Uh, maybe. I mean, I feel like, look, that's a tangent as well that's going to take us down such a rabbit hole of how powerful <laughs> Luke is. So let's let's not do that right more now. More than Obi-Wan. Ha-ha. <laughs> he's, ha-ha the son of the, he's the son of the chosen one. He's supposed to be more powerful. Oh, didums. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do this. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up here because I have a date night tonight. We're going out to go watch Jurassic World. I really want to watch that. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, look, it's it's so dumb. It's you know, I don't think the Jurassic World movies have been fantastic. They've been good. I've enjoyed them, but, but it's, I'm still looking forward to it. It's like it's it's not quite on the guilty pleasures list, but it's like, it's pretty bloody close to it. Though. It's close. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's giant dinosaurs, you know, and this is dinosaurs that have escaped Jurassic Park and are now in. Just the general public. I'm, I'm pretty. Also, I'm actually pretty hyped for but it. But also, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris and Pratt's good. Also, original cast in this one. Yes, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, and Jeff. Look, anything that Jeff Goldblum is in is going to be good. That's just a given. Case in point, Ragnarok. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't Jurassic uh, World going to be like two and a half hours though? I actually haven't looked into it. I haven't looked into it. I hope not because I, you know. Don't want to don't stay out that late. I'm an old man, so. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'm I'm yeah. I think I'm more excited for that than I should be personally. I don't know, but yeah. So we'll wrap it up there. We'll wrap it up there so I can go shower and get ready to go out. So, as always, please don't forget to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you like us on Instagram. Make sure you like us on Facebook. We are at the Only Pop Culture Pod on all of our socials. So. Give us a like on there. Interact with us. We, you know, we love to have these conversations. As we said before, we started this podcast because we like to talk to people about it. So yeah, let us let us know if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about as well. And um, don't don't forget to also uh, check out the Comics Vault if you're in the Bunbury area. Yes, follow them on socials, Comics Vault. And if you go in there, buy a comic. Even if you're not into comics, even if you're just like us, just go in there, buy a comic, and maybe maybe tag us in it. And uh, show us what issue you got. Yeah, put it up, put it up on your socials, and yeah, tag us, tag us in there, tag tag the comic vault, tag us in there, and let us know what it is that you bought. Once again, not a sponsorship. We just want this to exist so that we can continue to buy comics as well. But at the same time, we're open to it. Yeah, again, <laughs> like every episode, we're putting our hands out to different people. <laughs> cool. All right. Again, guys, thanks so much for listening. We've got a couple of really fun episodes coming up. We're not going to do we're not going to have the new release for Kenobi for the next couple of episodes. We've got some really fun ones coming up. So, those are on their way. We're probably going to touch back with Kenobi once the series is ended. So, we'll do episode 5 and episode 6 as a dual parter, but please listen to these next couple of episodes because we had a lot of fun recording them. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be a real good time. So, we'll see you then. Thanks guys. Uh, thanks guys. Bye, Bye mom. mom.